welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I am your host. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. Or am I? Or are you Erica Curry? I don't, I don't even know anymore. You guys, we're doing a very special episode this week. I uh, I have a small, not so small obsession with conspiracy theories. Not in the way where I am an active member of QAnon. Just in the way that when a celebrity conspiracy theory or some kind of goofy conspiracy theory comes up, such as time travelers, I find myself very interested. So we thought this week... In lieu of trashy news stories, I mean, what's trashier than a bunch of celebrity-based conspiracy theories? Yes, the fun ones, the non-QAnon-related ones. Yes, yes. <laughs> We're doing yeah. fun conspiracies, not like scary, <laughs> affecting our politics currently mm-hmm. uh, conspiracies. So rather than why are you trash, Erica, I want to know... What's a conspiracy theory that you legitimately believe in? Okay, well, let me, let us, yeah, okay. So let me also first, like a book report in school, Uh the Oxford English Dictionary defines conspiracy theory as the theory that an event or phenomenon occurs as a result of a conspiracy between interested parties or a belief that some covert but influential agency typically political in motivation and oppressive oppressive and intent is responsible for an unexplained event cites a night it also cites a 1903 article in the american historical review as the earliest use example although it also appeared in print for several decades before the term conspiracy theory itself though is the subject of a conspiracy theory which claims the term was popularized by the CIA in order to discredit conspiratorial believers, particular critics of the Warren Commission, the investigation of the Kennedy assassination, (laughs) making them the target of ridicule. (laughs) Interesting. So certainly the Kennedy assassination, not the first conspiracy theory, but that was the first time that it came up. Like that's the first time we learned this term. That it really got really wide with it. You know, it it, it had been, you know, maybe in the late 1800s, early 1900s that it kind of started floating around in print and had been used. But I think that's when most people around the Kennedy era, uh, um, Kennedy era, um, era mm-hmm. was when it really popped off, if you will, in modern terms. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what do you believe? Give me one just that you just are like, I understand these are silly, but this one seems legit. Yeah, I kind of have two two big ones. I I would say, you know, kind of two two that I would really hold on to. And and my first one is tied to the Kennedy assassination. And it's not as fun, but I genuinely believe part of that is fun. (laughs) Not fun, I guess. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a mortal error truther i believe that there was i think i absolutely believe that oswald fired i think he was you know in 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 the 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 book repository and shot right but Mm -hmm. i think 
that one of the Secret Servicemen, George Warren Hickey Jr., actually is the one that fired the bullet that did the killing killing like that that did the the damage the big there was two yeah well there's multiple bullets yeah i mean that's like the whole like the magic bullet and all i mean that's what the kennedy assassination so crazy and and they had to have the warren commission so you know it's like for for lee harvey oswald to have fired off like the three shots in the time you know this like five point like under six second window they're like that's fucking impossible especially for the way the bullets traveled you know through kennedy and 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 the blood spatter and all this shit and like the ricochet and the way it moved and all this stuff like like it's impossible but if you look at the footage so the secret service whose job it is to protect the fucking president had Mm -hmm. gone out this is true had gone out like hardcore fucking drinking the night before like they're just like balls to the wall like didn't come home till like six o'clock in the morning it's fucking Texas. What are we going to do? I mean, it's Dallas. Sure. You know? Party time. But like they truly had gone out like crazy drinking the night before. And so like Hickey was like beating and, and like sucked at his job kind of. And <laughs> anyway, it's a whole thing. But basically they're like, this guy was trying to to aim at the shooter basic. And he accidentally shot Kennedy instead of he he took the second shot and so instead of like yeah so yeah i don't know that's that's kind All of right. I, I, he's one of the i don't know if it's the second shot the third i can't remember the sequences i think the secret service is one of the bullets in kennedy and that's why they were like oh we lost it we we lost all the stuff you know that's why there's all this stuff around like we lost it and and all this stuff and in yeah hickey he's unstable because he you know he was standing on the cushion the seat rather than the seat of the floor it's like it's a whole thing it's just like yeah i think he he fucked up and he accidentally shot the president when he was trying to protect him it wasn't like oh i'm gonna get him too it was like i'm not great at my job and mm. i fucked up in my job and i've never like you've never fucked up this big. you know what i mean like oh i missed a spreadsheet you know a comment a spreadsheet or you know, I, I didn't Don't get... you minimize my job. That no, way. I'm saying like you, you like the, the collective <laughs> you, I mean, you know, it's like, oh, I didn't get. Don't you minimize order. the listeners jobs that way. I'm just saying like none of us have shot the president, you know, like that's, that's all that I, I I'm a big I'm a big. Uh, yeah, I think that guy fucked up and uh, shot the president. So, yeah, all right. yeah that's, uh, that's, that's my... and I think Bigfoot's real. And I think, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I'm I I like again, I, I think Oswald did it. I don't know. I also did it. But I think that guy fucked up at his job trying to do the right thing. But I think he fucked up in a big way. And like, it wasn't like, oh, I messed up somebody's sandwich order or, you know, I got one too few many tires ordered. It's like, I mean, you shot the president, you know, kind of thing. A classic story of someone ordering too many tires. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, again, it's like, he just yeah he just was just yeah bad at his job yeah bad at his job but yeah all right fine but what's what's a conspiracy theory you believe i think that it's pretty plausible that jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself oh okay yeah yeah (laughs) you know what you know what's cool about that is that i feel like that unites the left and the right but for very different reasons (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a weird one, but 
here's the thing. <laughs> like he had enough high powered relationships to do what he was doing, which was fucking terrible for a very long time with these high empower people. So all these high empower people had enough to lose. Like if he was to ever testify or something like that. So the idea that he chose to kill himself before testifying, because maybe like, you know, like these walls, I know these wall street guys, they kill themselves all the time when it comes to, okay, time to go to jail for all the fucked up shit you do. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't know. There's a guy like him kind of feels like he probably thought that he could get out of jail eventually if he were to pull the strings he needed to pull so then i know there's a couple ways that this theory goes where some people think that you know oh they doctored all the video i mean there's like video apparently of him killing himself but like there's people are saying oh you can doctor that you can do x y and z whatever and people think that he is free and just like in the caribbean or something i don't believe that one i believe that there was an a, a hit of sorts put out on him and in order to handle that yeah. problem yeah i think it was uh you know, like the, the queen's guys trump's guys clinton's guys everybody all showed up at once and was like do you want to do it should i do it we're all yeah. here we're all gonna get paid if, as long there as was a lot stuff. of guys there, there was, was a lot, lot of guys, guys. A lot of people in like who really benefited by seeing him not testify. And so now that that conspiracy theory, like, um, you know, has like so many legs and became such a meme. That's why they can't do the same thing to Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. Kill her. Yeah. It's the only thing keeping her alive. Yeah, is the fact that everyone was like, I don't think that that guy killed himself. Anyways, how about we get into our first conspiracy? I mean, I guess we just talked about some conspiracies, but our first our first one of the night that we're going to talk about, it's a, it's a wonderful one. I can't, I can't wait. First question for you, though, before we really get into it. What? Were you into Glee? No, and here's why. Glee is a, a show about show choir. It came out the year... <laughs> After Glee premiered, yes, May, 19, May 19th, 2009, I graduated high school in about June 2008. And in high school, I did show choir. So I found myself, I'm almost positive too that they filmed the pilot at my school in Burbank. So I didn't find myself particularly interested in reliving high school show choir. I, I loved high school show choir. Don't get me wrong. I didn't find myself particularly interested in reliving high school at all. <laughs> I was, mm-hmm. I was done with it. So uh, I never got into Glee because of that. But did you? So I, I was a little bit older than you and, and I didn't, I, I can't sing. I can't dance. I was never in show choir, but I, I've been recently cleaning up my old tweets and Twitter. When, when, when Glee premiered, I watched the pilot no less than five or six times. And this was before there were like DVD. This was hard to do. I I watched it at least five or six times and could recite 
the plot would would be like you should have watched the show glee and people are like oh okay i'll check it out i'm like no you have to understand so then finn is singing in the shower and he's the football player but he has a beautiful voice and then the choir teacher hears about it well he has a wife and she's crazy and she steals but then the the other teachers so see i would recite the pilot to people and they'd be like fine i'll fucking watch the show okay like i was so into we would have glee watch parties i would tweet glee we, we were heavy into glee Glee. Okay. We were Gleeks. Gleeks. It, I mean, the show's insane, but we were real into it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, our first conspiracy theory has to do with Glee star Leah Michelle and how allegedly she can't read. Which is, I mean, it's it's beautiful. So the theory is she's illiterate. <laughs> it's a there's a, a iconic 40-minute video titled Leah Michelle is illiterate. And it was posted in 2018 and has been taken down. But thanks to the power of TikTok, the theory lives and breathes once again. So. I feel like as we've been doing re- doing research for this, most conspiracy theories <laughs> start with a 40 minute TikTok or a 40 minute. Sorry. I feel like most conspiracy theories uh, start with a 40 minute YouTube video (laughs) says, so there's nine key points of evidence in this video that are in, and this is in TikTok. This is everywhere that are in favor of Leah Michelle being illiterate. Number one, Leah Michelle can't read and has to have her lines fed to her because she was a child actor on Broadway and never had time to go to school, which Hmm. Okay. I don't know okay. if that's legal to uh, most of those things have like onset teachers or things like that. So like that equity seems, rule, equity yeah. rules and stuff. Yeah. yeah that yeah, one doesn't okay. seem quite legit, but uh, what's the second one? So she, she did the show spring awakening for years and years because she only had to memorize it once and it made it easy for her. So she didn't have to reread new lines. So not because she liked spring awakening or was brilliant in it, but because she already knew the lines that was, Mm-hmm. Okay. Then there's Leah Michelle went to Scream Queens after Glee, both Ryan Murphy shows, because he already knew her illiteracy secret and could feed lines to her. Wow. On Glee, her character, Rachel Berry, she always sung well-known standards by Barbara Streisand and Celine Dion and never had to read the lyrics. So because she sang the most popular songs. Yeah. So it's like everyone knows the lyrics to those. So these ones, the last few, I feel like are a little bit more legit. Leah Michelle never uses her own phone. Her assistants do it for her, backed up by photographic evidence of this happening. Paparazzi's getting people to use celebrities' phones. Like, okay, fine. But Mm -hmm. that one feels interesting. Okay. In her Instagram caption, she uses a lot of emojis. Uh, you know if it's just emojis <laughs> michelle wrote it if it's words with some emojis someone wrote it for her but if it's both someone wrote the words but let her pick the emojis afterwards there's pictures of leah michelle signing books and the pen is not touching the book it's simply hovering over it which people think i mean she's just posing for a fucking picture <laughs> right right i think one of the most damning things though is that her Glee co-star, Naya Rivera autobiography, touched on the feud that the two had. Leah never responded or addressed it. And people think it's because she never she never read the book because she's unable to read. There's there's like, you know, clips of her on Ellen, like, and they're all playing like word games, and she's like 
either i mean in reality she was probably just being lazy and didn't really feel like playing the game or felt like she was too cool for the game but people are using that as evidence that she can't read because they're like she's not playing the game right and like if if you could read you could play this game so i just think it's funny (laughs) it's this you know this girl who is on glee a, a cursed show just can't get a break and just people say she can't read it but you know what she's never done anything to prove she can read yeah, if you can read Leah Michelle, videotape yourself and send it to trashy trashy at gmail.com, trashy trashy podcast gmail.com, and we'll post on our Instagram exclusively. <laughs> so there you go. We'll break the story if you can read. We'll send a specific paragraph for you to read. And you can't memorize it beforehand. That's cheating. Yes. Yeah. It'll be a unique paragraph to us. Yeah. We'll send it. You'll have to do a live reading prove it we'll post on our instagram we'll break the story there you go our next conspiracy theory comes to us from the land of california because california girls they are incredible daisy dukes bikinis on top oh yep yep we're of course talking about the Alleged fact that Katy Perry is actually Jean Benet Grant Jean Benet Ramsey all grown up. So this video was made over eight years ago, but it's been making the rounds again lately. And it's that the pop star is actually the pageant princess all grown up. Of course, Jean Benet Ramsey was a, a six-year-old girl who pageant queen who was murdered in her own home. And a lot of the things say that uh This was all a hoax illustrated by the Illuminati and Freemasons to make money and to make Katy Perry famous, whatever. (laughs) I mean, so this, the theory cites, you know, her lyrics, tweets, music videos, even a physical resemblance between Katy Perry and Ramsey's parents. Wardrobe was brought into question and the eyebrows are the same. And he says, eyebrows don't change much on a person. They're born with your eyebrows, he says, which is absolute bullshit. Like, talk to Anastasia Beverly Hills. Talk to anyone born in the 90s. Talk to everyone born now with microblading. Like, bitch, (laughs) eyebrows are like the thing you can change one of the most. Yeah, you can definitely change that. And also, comparing Katy Perry's clothes as a pop star to a pageant, a six-year-old pageant queen, uh... That's just something we got to bring up with Katy Perry stylist. But uh, yeah, they said that they set up this hoax so that their little girl would grow up to be a star that was renamed Katy Perry. And the video gets a little aggressive. This guy kind of gets amped up and starts telling people, you know, that um, JonBenet Ramsey became Katy Perry. That is a fact. So if you any of you continue to lie about this person dying, you are a false witness to a murder. That's a fact. You got to love when the conspiracy theories start putting out laws. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. He, but, you know, this same uh, YouTuber has since claimed that the Civil War was a hoax and that uh, he's tried to rip the lid off of 9-11 <laughs> and claimed that somehow Donald Trump and Joe Biden are the same person. And now that they are po- both possessed by the same demon. 
Yeah, so this guy's maybe not a very credible source. Not the beacon of truth? Hmm. No, go figure. Speaking of celebrities being dead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love this one. I am very into this one, yeah. Avril Lavigne is actually dead and has been replaced by a body double named Melissa Vandela. I, yeah, let's, I mean, yeah. So, uh... She allegedly died in 2003, shortly after the release of her successful debut studio album, Let Go, and was replaced by a body devil named Melissa Vandela. <laughs> There's uh, evidence to support the theory, including changes in Levine's appearance between 2003 and the present, subliminal messaging in her follow-up effort, Under My Skin, and a photo shoot in which Levine has the name Melissa written on her hand. Here's what I don't get is let's say this is true. Mm-hmm. Why would you put a bunch of Easter eggs everywhere for people to figure it out? Mm-hmm. What do they have to gain? You know, if the, if these kinds of things were true, wouldn't this just be the biggest secret ever? And they wouldn't put little breadcrumbs for people to figure it out. Right. Right. That's what I'm like. Why? And it's like, and if you do figure it out, is there some just like, Oh, you win the prize. (laughs) So they say that uh, her 2002 Let Go album came out. She got overwhelmed with the fame, success. Her grandpa died and that she committed suicide. And that this body devil who was originally hired to distract paparazzi because Avril was very reclusive, that her record label was like, let's teach her how to sing and perform like Avril so that we can keep making money. Mm. Okay. Well, I don't know. You know, uh, this reminds, I can't believe we have not talked of. Are are you familiar with the, with the theory that Lady Gaga is actually helped, uh, you know, basically murdered a fellow musician and stole her identity? I haven't heard that one, actually. Yes. Okay. Lady Gaga. There was a fellow musician back in the day when she was getting her start named lena morgana and so she uh was behind her death and then stole her identity and so she had been scouted by the same agent as lena and they actually worked on a song called wonderland so while gaga actually was end up signed by interscope record Lena tragically fell to her death on the roof of a Staten Island hotel when she was just 19 years old. But the claim is, is that Gaga was behind this tragedy and then took her identity and her outrageous stage persona and all of this, you know, her, all this stuff. And that the song Paparazzi shows the singer, you know, as a reference to the singer falling from the balcony and all this stuff but you know it can't be true because lady gaga was actually in los angeles at the time of her death in new york and and all this stuff but uh but yeah also but there's, there's ways to steal people's uh stage personas and all that shit without killing them you just do it yeah you just do it you just but do yeah. it and you try to do it better and <laughs> then you win yeah but yeah check out lynn lynn morgana wonderland featuring a young lady gaga it's very interesting yeah anyway. speaking of being young our next theory is about Lord, the singer from New Zealand, saying that she is actually in her 40s. 
I love this kind of thing. Very orphan. Yeah. It's everyone is doing Lord so fucking dirty, by the way, because it's almost all based on how she looks. And look, do we all think that Lord doesn't look 24? Yes. Have we all thought that Lord kind of looked a little old for a 19 year old? Yes. But you know, these thoughts, she's a young, she's a young woman who cares that she writes mature songs. She's from New Zealand. It's a deeper culture. She didn't have the, the whimsy of, you know, America and the, yeah, she, I mean, she's she got real shit on her mind. Billie Eilish writes deep songs, too, but nobody accuses her of being older, and it's because she looks very young. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> this was a, a reporter from Jezebel, Emma Carmichael, offered New Zealand the $17.02 that it costs to get copy of Lord's birth certificate, and she didn't get the birth certificate. What she got was many typed letters onto a page claiming that she was born in 1996, although they did find out later that that's just what birth certificates look like in New Zealand. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Great. Uh, Great. I love it. Uh, I just feel shitty, you know. Uh, When the Vanity Fair's Julie Miller asked her about her age, Lord jokingly replied, Hi, I'm Ella. I'm actually 45. Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah. And and Beyonce was actually engulfed in a similar age-related scandal once, according to the website The Independent. Yeah, we didn't focus on any Beyonce conspiracy theories, but as I was looking up all this stuff, I realized that people have questioned Beyonce's age, saying that she's older than she says she is, and also that there's like a conspiracy theory that Solange is her daughter that she had when she was 13, and then but her parents like really wanted her to continue to focus on her career so they just raised solange as her sister instead Mm -hmm. who knows like i know just leave people alone leave britney alone leave britney alone but we're we're obviously going to talk about this theory involving britney from the past yes uh there is a conspiracy theory that britney spears was a government operative for George W. Bush. BT Dubs, did you know that Vice.com has a big banner on the top of their website that says, that will let you know if an article is over five years old? Yes. Yes, I have. I've actually been reading a bunch of older Vice articles and they're like, hey, this article eight years old. So yeah. That's pretty just- cool of them. Yeah, very cool. They're like, hey, just because you're probably not very media literate. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let you know that this wasn't from 2016. But anyways, um, yeah, so there's a conspiracy theory that Britney Spears and uh, George W. Bush were working together. I mean, all right, from from 9-11 truthers to FEMA coffins at Katrina and, you know, all this stuff, you know, (laughs) everyone's got something to be suspicious of in the early aughts. But, you know, the rise of the 24-hour news cycle certainly did not help matters, but the you know, one theory rose that the Bush administration was using this gaping news to its advantage. So, yes. So the scuttlebutt with Britney Spears and her events, they say that someone in her camp might have been on the Bush's payroll as a professional 
thirst trap. This is according to the article, not our words or opinions. Right. Yeah. So there's a timeline that kind of puts together big things that happened in Bush's presidency and, you know, like things that were also happening with um, Britney Spears. We don't have to go over all of them, but there was um, Bush Bush blue a uh, Bush crony blew the cover of a CIA agent and that led to a bunch of bullshit you know whatever mm-hmm. and coincidentally around the same time Brittany married her childhood friend in Las Vegas and it was annulled 52 hours later so you know people didn't really care about the CIA thing in fact I never heard of it uh, I mean, the only thing I knew was that it inspired that the Matthew Broderick's character from 30 Rock, but because I was a big 30 Rock head, but I, I didn't know uh, the whole guffaw, I guess. Yeah, I just thought they made that up. And I was like, this seems believable. <laughs> yeah, 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 true, true, true. And so, yeah, uh, <laughs> in April 2006, Bush's approval rating was at an all time low of 38%. And then Brittany was seen driving her infant son, Sean Preston, in her lap rather than in a car seat. Later, child welfare officials in the sheriff's department investigated the story uh, that Sean had in, was injured in a fall from his high chair. And people had were conveniently stopped talking about their awful presidential overlord and, you know, talked about Britney Spears for a while. The day before a midterm election in 2006, which Republicans were about to lose a lot of Senate seats and House seats. Britney Spears announced that uh, she was going to get divorced from Kevin Federline. A lot more interesting than a midterm election. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In February 2007, Bush announces the reformation of Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda? Uh, I was saying it the way Bush said it, as I, I thought. Oh, okay. I, I was like, damn, Erica, you're Oklahoma as hell. <laughs> and that same night, Britney Spears snuck out of rehab, shaved her head, and attacked a paparazzi van with an umbrella. So all that is to say, some people were a little suspicious. There's some videos about Britney Spears. She was saying, like, praising the Bush administration at one point. And coincidentally, all that drama dried up around 2008 when Bush wasn't in office anymore. However... That also was around the time that her conservatorship started and she wasn't uh, given freedom and she became a prisoner. Mm, So who knows? I, but was that also strategic? Uh, Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Either way, Brittany's been doing, been getting done dirty. She wasn't put into that conservative conservatorship in a lawful manner. So, you know, how did that, how did the wheels get greased? That's how high does it go? Yeah. How low does it go? How cold can it get? <gasps> Ooh, good transition to our next one. Is Walt Disney on ice? A fantastic conspiracy theory about Walt Disney being cryogenically frozen. Why people have done this, I don't know. But he died at 65. He was one of the world's most beloved storytellers and also a major nazi well union busted nazi <laughs> was he a nazi or did he just hate the jews more uh, uh i think a jew hating union busting racist right right, right i don't right, think he was right. outright a nazi sure yeah. of course my bad yeah um <laughs> i don't think i think the the nazis were too organized for him and that's you know what i mean they were, that's fair that's fair yeah so there's a 
early 1967, a few weeks after Walt Disney's death on December 15th, 1966, a reporter for a tabloid called the National Spotlight claimed that he had snuck into St. Joseph's Hospital in Burbank, directly across the street from the Disney Studios, where he was being treated during his final illness. And the reporter disguised himself as an orderly, broke into a storage room, and saw Disney deceased in a cryogenic metal cylinder. And then all, you know, 1969, this French magazine advanced the rumors. They were saying that he would be thawed out by 1975. And someone as far to claim that his burial spot was in the freezer stored underneath the Pirates of the Caribbean. I like to think that his final resting place is actually, it's it's a mobile spot and it's as they do the ice capades, Disney on ice. It's just, a, sure. he tours the country one last time and goes to small state fair arenas. <laughs> I went to Disney on ice almost every year growing up. So oh, I would like to think I've seen Walt. Mm-hmm. One last time, you know. So maybe this got was in a little bit connection with the fact that like Disney was you know pretty openly a science fan. Like a lot of you've got uh, Epcot and Futureland and all this kind of shit. Some people thought that it was a little sus that the last film that he produced, you know, that he was ordering the cameras to roll as he addressed the department heads one last time at his desk. Kind of, you know, because he knew he was dying. And then like later, you know, like he was, uh, there's like things where he was making eye contact with colleagues, telling him that he expected great things in their future and they hoped to see them soon and stuff. And so people were like, oh, because he thinks he's going to come back in 10 years and work with them again. I think that's just like stuff you say when you kind of know you're, you know, you're on your guy yeah, when you're at peace and you're like, you know, yeah, we're going to do great things. You know, when you have a legacy, you know, you're like, we're going to do great things. You know, all that stuff. I think that's just more, I don't I don't want to give it to him, but I think that's more just like legacy building and, and kind of comforting those around you. And sure. Like There's no evidence at all for this one. There's not even people outside of this one guy saying that he broke into that hospital and saw him in a closet. There is no evidence on this at all. So this one is probably very easily. <laughs> it ain't true. He's buried at Forest Lawn, also very close to Walt Disney Studios. Um, well, are you going to give up the Disney money and say it is true? I'm just, are you going to give up your Disney inheritance and be like, oh yeah, for sure dad is. The best way to get out of the will. I don't know. Maybe I'm a truther on this one. Wow. I mean, saying. if anyone could have done it, it could have been him. Because what's it cost? Like, what's a big deal if they just freeze someone? It's not like it's going to work. I don't think that that technology that they've made it work yet. No. Only no. not hours. Yeah, exactly. You know what it costs to clone a cat right now? What? It's about it's about thirty five thousand dollars. Why is that so cheap? For some reason, what? For some reason, it should be like six thousand dollars. Erica, absolutely not to clone a cat. I feel like that should be six million. No, what? No. What do you need to clone a cat for? There's other cats. So that Charlie and McCoy can live forever. But it's not them. It's a clone of them. No, it's them forever. That's what the well, that's what the website says. It's like it's just a genetic replica. They're still nurture and you still have to it's the environment that you provide for them. It's yeah, I 
I don't know. I did some, I did some research recently on cat. I watched a documentary and that was like a footnote of one of the people that's like, oh, by the way, uh, she resurfaced in the nineties because she was cloning her dog. It was like, that wasn't even the crazy part. That was just like the, by the way, at the bottom kind of thing. Barbara Streisand cloned her dogs. That was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, doesn't Martha Stewart clone her dogs? Don't quote me on that. Anyway, people have too much fucking money but i think 35,000 it's like 50,000 to clone a horse well it's bigger it's the same shit it's the same yeah i'm just saying it's it's one price fits all you come down to erica's big old house of cloning one price fits all you want a person a gerbil a horse an elephant one price fits all cloning you know what i mean erica's bargain basement cloning it's gonna be a no from me hey you know who we don't have to worry about getting frozen <laughs> yeah or cloned because evidently they're gonna there, live forever <laughs> there are some major rumors out there that kiana reeves and nick cage are vampires now y'all know i love a time traveler and there's mm-hmm. a lot of theories that Nicolas Cage might be a time traveler or a vampire because there's just like look a lot like these people in civil war era like there's old pictures and they're like that's Nicolas Cage Mm -hmm. as if these two white men just maybe look like the same white men in history but there's there's also a, a a a photo from this like Mexican history book of a uh, a Mexican emperor, Mex- uh, Emperor uh, Maximiliano Hasburgo from the 1864. So brother of Franz Joseph of something, something, I can't read all the book, but something of Austria. Uh, that's looks a little cagey. He looks like Nick Cage. Same deal with um, <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Yes. yes. Uh, There's actually a website dedicated to it. <laughs> The, the website is just kianoisimmortal.com. So they are saying he's Charlemagne or he was Paul Monette, you know, like these old people that are these past history people that just looks, he looks so much like them. And they're also just talking about the fact that Keanu Reeves is, you know, very, very nice. Everyone know it's an open secret. Keanu Reeves is super fucking nice. And a lot of people think only that kind that only that kind of kindness can come from a long and wise life thus he must be a vampire <laughs> yeah he's actually even been quoted as saying money is the last thing i think about i could live on what i've already made for the next few centuries he's given away 50 million pounds out of the 70 he made from the matrix sequels wow 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 well I kind of like it. I uh, I don't know. I don't know if they are aren't, but I am. Um, these men they, are aging for just so that everyone's clear. Are they? like they're very wealthy men, so they might be aging better than us. But like he's he has aged. Money is the best lotion. Yeah, I, I would say Keanu less than Nicolas Cage. Nicholas Cage, I feel like, has aged more than Keanu Reeves. Yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although Keanu Reeves, I mean, he might have also just grown a beard. <laughs> yeah, that's how he gets away with it. Yeah. We all die, and he just 
jumps into another thing. He might be a scientist in 50 to 100 years and we're all gone. We don't remember that he was this actor, you know. Nah, he's older. He's older. He's old. He's got to be older. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. We got our next one. The doozy. Uh, it's a doozy. <laughs> it's weird because it's like sometimes the Kardashians bring out, they have things happen to them that make me want to sympathize. <laughs> but then I remember like that they're part of a bigger machine and that they're in control of a lot of this stuff and the narratives that happen around them. And then I lose my sympathy. But this one almost makes me feel sad. What are things that make you feel bad for the Kardashians? Name some of those things. I think that cl- the way that Khloe Kardashian's been treated like f- by the media forever makes me feel sad for her. I mean, my, like mm-hmm. this girl can't catch a break. She, mm-hmm. so this is the conspiracy theories that OJ Simpson is actually Khloe Kardashian's real father rather than not Robert. Yeah. Not Robert yeah. Kardashian. But, you know, a, a lot of it, again, just like the Lord story, a lot of it has to do with what she looks like. And, you know, so she's always been under scrutiny for her looks because everyone you know doesn't think Mm -hmm. that she's as pretty as her sisters and blah 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 so this poor woman has now her face just filled with fillers and plastic surgery to look more like her sisters who society has deemed and her mother probably has deemed like are prettier than her she's lost tons of weight Mm -hmm. she is in relationships with terrible men mm-hmm. who treat her terribly who cheat on her constantly i mean she's she ha- she ran a show called revenge body obviously this woman is more insecure in ways and levels that we will never ever understand and i wouldn't necessarily wish on my worst enemy i understand she's very 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 mm-hmm. very very rich i understand that absolutely ab- no i and I agree with everything that you said, but she's also hasn't just said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to opt out for a qu- I'm just going to fuck off to Monaco and not participate in media at all anymore. I don't know that she has an option. She does. She could. She chooses to not. She could just be like one of the fucking princes, princesses or prince, you know, that's just like, oh, no, I'm just not going to. No, you just won't hear from me or no, you'll just never know I'm around. I mean, she would have to, like, tell off her family. Like, she would lose her whole family if she did that. I really, I think that you're underestimating, like, the devil works and Kris Kardashian works harder. I don't think that she has the free will that we might think that she does. I, I, yeah. So, it's so fucking toxic. I know, but it's just, I'm just saying she does have a choice, but she would, she would lose the public she would lose the media but she would also lose that family but is that family the supportive thing that she needs in her life is that all you know if it's all you know especially if you find out that your real dad is oj simpson yeah but like i I know i know but like get some therapy and just be like oh these people have not are not the thing that are not the supportive frames for me the you know, therapists these- that she has access to are like the kinds of fucking people that were helping marilyn monroe everyone's got their hands in the same pockets uh, mm, i know talk about marilyn monroe i'm just saying i feel bad 
pretty frequently for Khloe Kardashian. Do I follow her on Instagram? Absolutely not, because she was like supporting Kanye West's fucking presidential mm-hmm. career and all this mm-hmm. kind of. I don't like these people. I just I feel sympathy. So in 2013, yes, yeah. Ellen Pearson, who was Robert Kardashian's ex-wife, was the one who came out and said that Robert Kardashian confessed that Chloe was not his biological daughter shortly before his death. She didn't identify who the real father was, but right after, you know, Kim and Chloe slammed their one-time stepmom for sharing ridiculous stories about their family in order to make a quick buck. And uh, this woman was like, I'm simply stating the, tra- the truth, their father's truth. So, you know, Chloe, who can't catch a fucking break, has commented on this and she was like i don't know i'm willing to do paternity stuff also just kind of fuck you ellen like pull chloe aside write her a letter yeah but like this is very media and attention seeking like that that's not the way to go about something like that like that's that's father's this woman off what go ahead she told this woman off yeah but but again that's just these these are private manners I, i don't care if you're famous like these are things where it's like pick up the fucking phone write her a letter like these are not regardless she's the child in this situation you know what i mean like totally a thousand feet back like even if chloe's 40 60 she's still the child of this situation like don't do this you know yeah Yeah, so chris said that you know this isn't true chloe's mom and uh she did say that she had an affair when she was married, but denied that it was with OJ and that Chloe looks exactly like Robert's grandmother. So, you know, like she, she looks like she's a Kardashian and everything is okay. OJ even said that that's not true in his weird way. His very OJ Simpson way of saying, trust me, I had nothing to do with it. I would be proud if I had anything to do it, do with it, but I don't like literally how he talks about the murdering of his wife. Right. Right. I didn't do it, but if I would have, this is how. Didn't he say something like, I can't go back to California because what if I run into the guy that killed my wife? Something like that. (laughs) Like a mirror. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Also. I, I don't know. I feel like Chris might just be like silently siphoning OJ money to be like, keep saying this. Like, I don't know why that's allegedly like I can just see that happening. Yeah. So anyways, and I, I'm sorry, I read something wrong. She is not willing to take paternity tests. My apologies, oh. listeners. I, I read something incorrectly, mm-hmm. but uh, let's uh, let's get back to another person, you know, with some death theories this time it's the opposite though no one thinks that this person is dead and that itself is the theory yeah let's uh let's let's get into it we've all heard it tupac still alive yeah so what is the uh the story they want us to believe the story that they want us to believe is that tupac was riding shotgun in a car with suge knight pulled up to a stoplight and then he in a drive-by he got shot a, a bunch of times and then he died in the hospital about six days later yeah that's what happened mm-hmm. 
But moments before the incident, a fan captured a picture of Tupac and Knight in the car, which would be known as the final picture of Tupac ever taken. However, the picture itself raises questions. There seems to be no keys in the ignition, even though the two were supposedly stopped at a light. Also, the picture is dated September 8th, 1996. But Tupac was shot and admitted to the hospital on September 7th, 1996. Now, kids, back then, we had to take pictures on film. And very frequently, the film camera would put the date right there on your picture. Or sometimes, if it was like more expensive, it would say it on the back a bunch of times. Yeah. I guess if it was really cheap, it wouldn't put the date at all. So, uh, you know. Big ups yeah. to this person with their fancy film. <laughs> yeah. The official coroner report of his death listed him at 215 pounds. 50 pounds heavier than what he actually was. Tupac was typically around 165 pounds, which for the five foot nine inch male was in good shape and was a much more reasonable than the 215 pounds. So this added a little fuel to the fire. Like, did the Emmy make a mistake or there is also more controversy around his autopsy which has not been made available to anyone his autopsy is kept hush hush and no one has been able to find the person who cremated him suge knight claims that he paid a man three million dollars in cash to cremate tupac um and then the man proceeded to disappear which i have bad news for suge knight (laughs) I don't believe cremation costs that much. And I also don't think that you're supposed to pay someone in cash to do so. I, well, this is, um, I, I, I feel like what I'm saying is more dangerous than coming after T-Swift or BTS, but (laughs) I'm just going to say that in, in life, I feel like, Suge Knight <laughs> has not <laughs> always been the most honorable of intentions or the most reliable of narrators. Absolutely. And by the way, Suge Knight, he has since claimed that Tupac is alive. He is one of the big people who is constantly saying, oh yeah, Tupac, he's alive. But I don't think he would say this if people weren't questioning it. Because you're right. He's not, he's not really the most reliable narrator. And again, Tupac, this is a comedy. I mean, uh, fuck. And and Chuck Knight, this is a you know a comedy podcast and uh, Erica Curry and Cassandra. Cardenas are fake names. Like these aren't even our real name. Don't even like <laughs> Google us or look us up. Like we're these are like fake characters that we do. Like this is uh, all in jest, and uh, we don't mean anything by that. You are a relate a reliable narrator. You mm-hmm. are, and have always been our favorite. <laughs> always been our favorite. Yes, and we believe everything that you've ever said. So yes, not a, not a great guy though. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Gonna, I gotta edit that out. I don't want to be on record saying that I think that Suge Knight's an awesome dude. I don't think he is. No, I uh, but like now I have like the sweat diarrhea. <laughs> is that, whatever. I'm not even get into it. There's a lot of 
you know, nods to all this with like his final album, the Don Kill Killuminati, the Seven Day Theory. It was released under the alias Machiavelli, the nod to Nicola Machiavelli, who was an Italian philosopher that Tupac studied closely. Machiavelli lists many ways to stay ahead of your enemies, which Tupac had no shortage of. So many believe that these writings are what inspired Tupac to fake his own death. There's also cover art of Tupac nailed to a cross, which, you know, if you know anything about Jesus, he dies and then he comes back. I do think, though, because I see this, this is the same thing with the Disney thing. It's like, how long do you wait before you come back if you fake your own death, you know? Right, right. I mean, at this point, it's like the taxes, you know? Oh, yeah, the taxes alone. Well, allegedly, a Las Vegas police officer is claiming he was paid $1.5 million to cover up and help stage the death. Okay, well, apparently he wasn't paid enough because he told people. I guess, but... He said that he, uh, you know, it was Suge Knight, 30 people, including paramedics, other cops. He also said that, you know, um, there, you know, Tupac used a $50,000 body double to stand in for him at the morgue. That's why the autopsy weights didn't weigh the same. All this stuff. But the cop's name is, we won't say it on record. But uh, yeah, yeah, there's a whole thing. But yeah. I just want to say this before we get into what I suppose will be our dumpster fire (laughs) um, of sorts, Mm -hmm. our our black hole of truth. Um, There's a thing about conspiracy theories that it was really interesting that I it was about the moon landing specifically, of course, a very famous conspiracy theory that the moon landing didn't happen and that it was uh, filmed by Stanley Kubrick, where the way that humans work and human psyche and human ability to keep secrets and things like that, that for the amount of people that it would have taken to film the moon landing and just how shitty people are at keeping secrets, that it would have only taken three years before people found out the truth the moon landing you know Mm -hmm. that like there's too many people involved (laughs) for that to possibly be true or there's too many people involved in the filming process for that to possibly be true and so there's a few of these where it's like you're telling me that all these people like in this in this one if anything is the most believable one because suge knight (laughs) and all these fucking people are saying yeah, he's alive. Like we, I did this and I did this. And it's, you know, the ones that have no random ass people claiming things is like those ones to be really unbelievable because it just takes too long. It takes too many people to keep a secret and people can't do it. You know, like they go home and they tell their wife or they tell their brother or they tell whomever, you know, it gets out eventually. So if you weren't already take everything we've said with a grain of salt. I mean, Three people can keep a secret if two of them are dead. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the way that works. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. The thing about the moon one. landing, too, uh, the faking of the moon landing, which is kind of like, you know, the big one in, in a lot of ways, is that uh, the, the craziest thing is we didn't have the 
the the we didn't have the type of camera at that time to be able to fake that kind of thing uh, i don't know like i don't know i'll post like we didn't have the, the kind of cameras that we could have faked it at that thing what so kind of cameras do you need to fake it i'll send you an article uh, that's the thing that finally guys i used to be a moon landing truther i used <gasps> to think we faked the moon landing for years like winston's grandpa my partner's grandfather worked at nasa helped put a man on the moon like worked with the apollo astronauts was a safety aeronautical safety engineer all these things and like we almost (laughs) broke up several times over (laughs) you and winston yes yes it would be big fights about it but the thing is uh the cameras the cam- like I I finally broke like the cameras and like the what it would have taken to have fake something like that didn't exist at this time. I'll send you an article about it. It it was the cameras that finally made me convince him and and the fact that he's like if you look my grandfather in his fucking eye and tell him the moon landing's fake anyway anyway so yeah but now I'm no longer I believe we landed on the moon I, I'm with us I'm with us so for our our black hole <laughs> of the of the week the black hole of the week we're gonna talk about i brought her up before we're gonna talk about miss marilyn monroe very sad story died when she was 36 i don't think that it's conspiracy to admit that she was on a lot of substances a la Michael Jackson in the sense of these celebrity doctors and celebrity psychiatrists and and therapists and producers and things all kind of a la Britney Spears even kind of just running these people ragged because of how much money they make and not really taking care of these people Mm mm-hmm so Marilyn Monroe was 36 years old when she died and the official statement was that she overdosed on drugs, body surrounded by pills, et cetera, et cetera. But we have some theories on some other, maybe really why she died. Yeah. 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 Um, so theory number one was that she was killed by Robert Kennedy to cover up their affair yeah so um marilyn monroe there's the allegedly was in an affair with john f kennedy uh we talked about him earlier but also probably more famously and probably more credibly was in a relationship with robert kennedy but she also might have been in a relationship with both of them yeah i mean happy birthday mr you know i never understood why that was sexy uh did you see the the i mean when you see the dress and the nude illusion that it gave i know why she's sexy oh i don't know what men are getting by very slow breathy singing because it's like almost awkward like maybe it's because it feels like it should be private I think it feels like it should be private, and when yeah. you're out of breath, it reminds him of other things. <sighs> oh yeah, you're right. 
Yeah. yeah. So it's why we wear blush and our makeup in certain ways because it reminds of, yeah. Everything we do is looking like we're fucking. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. Our whole culture is disgusting. It's gross. Um, okay. So sorry. Did you say it, she was killed to cover up the affair? Did you say all this other extra stuff? Uh, no, no. So, um, yeah, so uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, might have gotten too attached, and he had her murdered to protect his career. So it was brought forth by right-wing crackpot Frank A. Capel in 1964. Um, he accused the Kennedys and several other people who knew Monroe of being communist spies. Ugh. Theory number two: killed by Robert Kennedy. Um, so that's two for him about knowing too much, just about everything you know so she kept a it says that she kept a diary filled with incriminating information that she overheard from the kennedys um and then robert kennedy killed her when he found out the theory also managed to shoehorn notorious union leader and kennedy foe jimmy hoffa what's crazy is one time i read a book about marilyn monroe and everything seemed legit about the book Mm -hmm. until the end where the 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 like it was literally a biography about Marilyn Monroe everything was on on par and in the line and then the very end this author was like and then the mob sent by Robert Kennedy came in and injected her with drugs under her toenail (laughs) and I was like genuinely thought that that's how she died for a while (laughs) it was like something like this where Robert Kennedy or whatever like uh, you know it's sorry to jump ahead yeah but like you know this next theory again you know was that robert kennedy didn't kill her per se but staged her death as a suicide because she it was very open that she was you know addicted to drugs and stuff but that she was like maybe trying to get better and robert and john kennedy were like not like they were enabling her to keep doing more and more drugs so then when, you know, she accidentally OD'd and mm-hmm. died on the way to the hospital, they were like, oh, no, no, no. She just killed herself. We didn't we didn't give her the drugs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and director uh, J. Edgar Hoover staged her death, helped stage her death as a suicide. And then J. Edgar Hoover tried on a bunch of her dresses and made himself feel pretty. Um, Is that part of it? No, that's that's me because oh. I'm being I'm being a. I'm being a shithead because uh, there's a whole like he had a big vendetta against homosexuals and kept a confidential and secret file on the sex lives of congressmen and Kennedy and, and presidents. But according to a lot of his biographers, he had numerous trysts with men's including including a longtime affair with somebody named uh, fuck, what was the guy? Uh, Tolson Tolson uh, or something like that. And so, uh, you know, I was, I was anyway. Yeah. Hooger sucked, man. But yeah, my dad thinks Jimmy Hoffa, the mafia guy, uh, you know, we and never the leader of the Teamsters. Leader of the Teamsters is that they uh fed his body to pigs because they've never found it. And pigs will eat down to bone, man. He thinks they just fed him to a bunch of pigs one day. I forgot about that one. That's a whole other thing about like everyone wondering where his body is buried. And they think it's yeah. like in football stadiums, whatever. Oh yeah. Fun um, stuff. We have a, another theory that she was killed by the CIA, CIA in order to hurt the Kennedys. Um, they were, you know, like 
killing her to get Robert Kennedy back because of the invasion of the Bay of Pigs disaster. That one seems a little bit far-fetched that the CIA would try to hurt the Kennedys in that way. But the next one seems a little bit more on brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she might have been killed by the mafia to hurt the Kennedys. So the book Double Cross claims that Monroe was murdered by the Chicago mafia boss, Sam Giancana. Giancana? Giancana. Sam Uh, Giancana. Whatever. Some mob boss. So sorry to every Italian ever. Going back to the Romans. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they said that uh, they killed her in order to get Robert Kennedy to fuck off because the Kennedys were real strong against the mob. It's crazy, this era of movie stars and stuff and how involved in the mob they were. I mean, just follow the money. Just follow the money. The mob's still involved in the fucking... Inter- I mean, let me start it. Let me say that on It's like Frank Sinatra, like just that deeply involved with the mob. Like he was just. I think he was more like he wanted to be. I think he was more like a. Uh, I think he was more like, I'm so cool. Look at me. I'm with the gun. I don't think he was like out whacking guys, but I think he was just like he wanted to be like a, a mascot and a buddy and like a team. You know what I mean? Like. I guess. So this next theory was that this was a cover up by her doctor. So this had nothing to do with the Kennedys, but that her death was an accidental overdose, which has happened because Monroe lied to two of her doctors about the medication that she was on and they were afraid of the possible consequences. So they said that she had killed herself and they got the help of her housekeeper who was also on the payroll of all these guys. Mm -hmm. That one feels more in the realm of, you know, yeah. It one might be fucking true. Look, I feel like a lot of these might be true, except the last one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. I, you know what? No. This one, I might hold on to a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. What is it? So the last one reads, <clears throat> she was going to expose the truth behind UFOs. So it emerged in 2007, courtesy of Gizmodo, you know, the the fucking <laughs> journalism of our times. So it's it's the strangest. But Dr. Stephen Greer, the subject of the documentary Unacknowledged, claims that Moreau was killed by the government because she was threatening to leak classified information about extraterrestrials. Why would she have it? Because she's fucking sick. Like she's sleeping with the president. He's just like, oh, you guys, you want? Uh, he's oh no, hold on, he's doing F. Hey, you want to know what really happened? To- no, fuck up. What is the? Kennedy? Do you want to know about aliens? Well, <laughs> Area Fifty One, M- M- Maryland, Area Fifty One. Like, yeah, he's. Wow, we crushed those Kennedys. <laughs> we have fucking nail in this one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, it's very sad. A very famous uh, 36-year-old woman um, died because um, she had very little control over her life. Um, yeah. So. Manipulated, plagued with mental health and, and all sorts of stuff and, and abused from an early age. And we see it. We see it too often. Yeah. So yeah. that was fun. What a what a different little what a different little episode we did. Yeah. I I feel like we're going so long. So we very quickly yeah. wanted to 
You're hoarding. Okay, so I'm hoarding a, a series on HBO, and I feel like we have to get into this. Maybe we'll do a bonus coverage on it, but it's okay. called The Anarchist. Oh, okay. Have you heard of this? It sounds familiar. I haven't watched it, though. Okay, so it's about these fucking nerds. So it's these <laughs> fucking... It's these cr- anarchists in the sense of, like, crypto anarchists where we hate government regulations. I mean, sure, we'll use cell phones and we're all YouTubers and we still drive on roads and shit, but they go down to Acapulco, Mexico and are they're hella into crypto from like 2015, 2016 on. And they, they do, they're, they're doing conferences. They do conventions. So they're like, we're anarchists, but come to our yearly convention. And it's like, that's not how any of this fucking works and they're intentional unschoolers where they like don't let their kids go to school or give them birth certificates is this or, a documentary it's a documentary it's a six-part oh, documentary these people you'll there's every person on screen you're just like i fucking hate you more i oh you i hate you oh, more. So oh man every single one of them you're like and he's like well we have a convention and it's like you fucking nerd and then he's like our convention was growing bigger um but then she wouldn't she was taking over the organizing of the convention and it made me mad because it was my thing and it's like you're an anarchist like what the what and then it's like crypto would be up and they'd be like we were living the high life and then it was like crypto would drop down to six bucks of you know bitcoin and they'd be like there was no money it was so funny oh it's so ins- but there's it's dark it, it, yeah it, it, and it's like oh someone was dealing drugs in fucking mexico and then somehow something happened and it's like yeah you went on their turf you dumb fucking americans it's insane you have to watch it, it it's it's so it's so good but they're, they're like crypto anarchists like they're capitalists they're crypto capitalists which makes no sense it makes no sense what they believe in. They're just like, we don't want the U.S. taxes. Ugh, so these fucking nerds. Anyway, that's what I'm hoarding. What are you hoarding? Israeli couscous. Yes. Delicious. Yes. It's so good. Uh, are you in the mood for quinoa or regular couscous, but want to spice it up a little? Mm. Get some Israeli couscous. It's just bigger. It's fucking awesome delightful it's not my first time having it but i had it for dinner last night and yum 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 that's all <laughs> love it love what it are you throwing out okay i'm throwing out you racist game of thrones fans you a song of ice and fire fucking nerds okay <laughs> all right so house of the house of the dragon came out yes yeah so there's a character, Lord uh, Corliss. Vall- and I, I've only read the books. I don't know all these characters' fucking pronunciations, some of their names. So forgive me. Uh, Corliss uh, Valarin, who is the husband of Princess uh, Rhaenys Targaryen, right? The, the king in the, the new, the king's sister who got passed over for being the, on the crown, on, on the Iron Throne, right? Mm-hmm. Her husband, he's played by a British actor of Barbadian descent. And he he's black. So his his family is also from Valeria. And so what they're trying to sh- like Valeria, you know, the Valeria, like the place that has been doomed. And that's where the Targaryens all came from, because Aegon and his sister came over. Sisters came over with the dragons. 
conquered Westeros, except for, you know, Dorne wouldn't kneel. But, you know, they, they said, oh, hey, we conquered you because we have dragons and you fucking nerds don't. Girl. Again, we're in a land with dragons. None of this shit's real. Uh, people in Valeria have pale skin, light hair, blue eyes, whatever. Well, his people, his they had to show he's also from this whole other side of the world, but came over too. But they're like, oh, but they're not the same. They're not brother and sister. The Targaryens interbreed. They don't. How are we going to show that? Oh, we'll have this extremely talented black actor play him. But he has white hair. Cool. Same, same connection. Same, same. His whole people are seafaring people. His whole family. That's their big thing. His name is the sea snake. Like named after his ship. So I'm sure his people have intermingled with, you know, the summer island people. I mean, they've been fucking on the seas for years, intermingling with people from Essos and all sorts of lands. It's not a big deal that this character is black. These fucking racist nerds on every forum and Twitter are losing their goddamn man that he's black. Like, it makes me so angry. It's, it's a, it's, again, it's a show with dragons. Genetics don't work. Like, George R. R. Martin has said, oh, DNA and genetics don't work the same way in, in our world. Like, pale skin is a dominant gene. Wouldn't be the dominant in, you know, our world. Not the same shit. Like, it just makes me so. It's ma- also made up. It's made up. It's, it's all made up. Everything like, you just said is made up. All made up. All this weird nerd shit that I just spouted and know. Chill your fucking book, you nerds. Like, quit being racist. It means nothing. Like, they just wanted to show she's married to this person. Also from the old world. Different. Whole different family. Brand, like, totally different family descent and house. Not a big deal. He still has the white hair of these people. Totally different. Calm your fucking jets. You racist. Anyway, that's what I'm throwing out. Just it's it's again a, a made up world with dragons. Calm down, you know. Anyway, that's all. Quit being racist. Okay. Throwing it out. Throwing it out. <sighs> Sorry. Cool. Anyway, he tried to bring dragons to Westeros. I mean, <laughs> elephants to Westeros. <laughs> He personally was like, elephants, those are dope. Get on my ships. The ships, you know, uh, unfortunately, they all drowned. It sucks. But he tried to bring elephants. That's a dope-ass character. We need to respect it. Anyway, what are you throwing away? So sorry. You'll never believe it. (laughs) But I'm throwing out House of the Dragon. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I just watched it on Sunday. And I was like, oh, it's a show where everyone fights for the throne. I already watched that show. <laughs> so. Okay. Okay. Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, Erica. Okay. The original Erica, series. I'm throwing we, it out. We were, we were, the original series was about the White Walkers. The, they were about saving the entire realm, uh-huh. not necessarily sitting on the throne. The throne so this is, is just, this is just a more minor storyline after i already saw the bigger one it's like yes this is a this is a minor this is like a minor story from like 200 years ago yeah yeah you know what and <laughs> look i'm sorry <laughs> fucking i i liked game of thrones too i thought it was fun i thought it was cool i was really into it for a while i do not think it stuck the landing in the end mm-hmm, uh, i'm mm-hmm. glad that those two weirdos who were producing it are not producing it anymore mm-hmm. um but I just, 
you know, I just feel like I watched an hour of television that I'm like, oh, it's like all of those other hours of television I watched just with different people. Uh, like this guy's like shitty Ned Stark. And no. that Who's guy, shitty Ned Stark? Whoever the king is currently, like that guy looks like shitty Ned Stark. And then there's, no! a, and then there's another bald guy. And then there's another guy that kind of looks like Sam is there. I'm like, okay, this one must be Daenerys. Like everyone looks the same. Well, Daenerys and- is like... Did their cousin great, great, whatever. Okay, and she's got the same attitude about things as Arya, like, well, I'd rather be a knight. And I'm like, oh my god, I've seen this already. You know what? I would have wanted to see is a sequel. Like, let me follow one of the characters I already know and care about. I don't need to see this prequel shit about where you're just arguing about things on a more minor level. And then the fact that they even still brought up the White Walkers thing at the end when it, and then you watch the behind the episode because I'm like, I need to know why the fuck I should care about what I just watched. So I watched the behind the episode and they were like, oh, and then uh, so-and-so brings up the the Song and Ice and mm-hmm. Fire of uh, the White Walkers, which, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't realize that he that he has not, nothing to worry about and that that's not going to happen for another 200 years. And I'm like, then why did you put it in the fucking script? Well, like, it's, to oh, sh- oh. it's to show that these people are so obsessed with, like, the whole reason that Aegon and his sisters came over and that anybody can't like that that anybody left with like okay give me give me two give me 30 seconds so so the time i've given you your time (laughs) i know i'm throwing it out well i'm like these people are really into prophecy and it means a lot these people are really into prophecy and it rules them in a big (sighs) way the targaryens weren't even they were dragon lords which were like very important they're inbred weirdos with white hair next show all right, where do the people find you, Erica, to hear, to hear the rest of this? I won't hear it. I won't. Am I going to keep watching it? Of course I fucking am, but I don't, but I'm throwing it out anyways. Okay, well, great. Uh, you can find me at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and at Gilligal on Twitter. And you can find me tomorrow morning for 50 minutes with Dox my therapist me. where I... <laughs> give it and when he's like i'd really like to dig into the relationship between i'm like no i pay for this session i will now give you a dissertation i will tell you why my friend and all the racists online are wrong about the house of dragons and here's why it's important that the targaryens weren't even that big of a deal in valeria because like, they were just kind of minor oh, they weren't even Lord. Super you can impo- find me at Cass cardinas on instagram and twitter and you can find this podcast at trashy trashy pod on instagram twitter tiktok at trashy trashy podcast mm-hmm. uh at gmail.com if you want to email us tell us why you're trash give us a story we love it let us know some conspiracy theories that you like who knows it's fun right yes. and our website is trashy trashy podcast com. Please reach out to Erica if you'd like to talk about Game of Thrones more. Leave us a five-star review if you like the podcast. If you don't like the podcast, just stop listening. Yes, That's yes. fine. Yes, that's uh, totally fine. Friend. We love that. Um, and that's it. That's all. I'd love to see an anthology series about Essos, like just all Hey, of Erica? Things. Okay. <laughs> yes. What's Yeah. <laughs> you don't know my line? Or is you're filling your head with all this Game of Thrones? Sorry, you got me fired up. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>